0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I've laid down my marker, as you know, we will see lockdowns in 2022. Lockdowns are coming because there are some people who just love to be slaves. They want to live in fear. And we're seeing rising COVID cases. St. Louis. Uh, COVID-19 hospitalization rates have more than doubled in a month. Well, it's a respiratory virus and it is winter, so this is not surprising. Omicron, it turns out, can get past the vaccine. It doesn't really work on Omicron. Even if you have a booster. Well, that's fine. Omicron's not deadly as a variant. Now, there's still plenty they have to learn about this thing. It's only been a month since the south africans were kind enough to be honest with the world and for their honesty they got a travel ban it then spread to like 50 countries and those countries had no travel ban the uk has finally dropped the travel ban on african nations remember they got punished for their honesty that happened. that's a great big lesson that early reporting said the europeans knew there was something else out there and possibly they didn't report it now i'm not 100 sure if they did or they didn't but based on what just happened to these nations uh they probably didn't report it oh no we wouldn't have any other variants it's clearly one of those nations you know them those blank hole countries Right, because it's only Trump who's ever said such a thing. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, everything at TonyKatz.com. A rise in rates is not surprising or shocking. It really isn't. Why am I, therefore, calling uh, that there will be lockdowns? Because I have no faith in these people. The irrational nature going on right now, the... The clear fear factoring uh, and, and, and fear mongering that is taking place. It is stunning. Did you hear this from Joe Biden? Joe Biden pushing the lie once again that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Not, uh, you know, I, again, I get told, Biden, you're trying to take away my right. Why don't you think about being patriotic? Patriotic. Help the rest of the country. Because the people who are spreading the disease are basically the unvaccinated. we got to take care of it. It's not true. That is 100% not true. Those are not the facts. That is not the data. This idea that, this, that COVID is, is only being spread by the unvaccinated is not true this was more of joe biden in the same conversation and so everybody talks about freedom and not to have a to ha- have a shot or have a test well guess what and so how about patriotism how about making sure that you're vaccinated so you do not spread the disease to anybody else what about that what's the big deal
1: and well, so everybody
0: what's the big deal is the thing i wanted to get on Never mind that he's lying about the virus. He's pushing misinformation. This kind of thing shouldn't be allowed on Twitter. What's the big deal? That is such a hateful line from the president of the United States, from any president. What's the big deal might go down as one of the more hateful things he's ever said, or possibly any president has ever said. Because if you're trying to convince people to get a vaccine, you don't do it by dismissing their concerns. They haven't learned. This was the conversation of a year ago. This was the conversation of six months ago. This was the conversation of three months ago. This was the conversation of last month. And clearly it's still the conversation, which means these people haven't learned. And if they haven't learned, why would we not have lockdowns again? Go on, debate that. I want you to sit around the kitchen table tonight and ask that very question. See who gives you a blank stare and see who says, well, we better go on vacation then. When we all get back from these Christmas trips, Democrats will move full force into saying to be on an airplane, you need to be vaccinated. Now, I would rather know that the person next to me doesn't have syphilis. So can I get that information please? I wanna know if the person next to me on the plane has gonorrhea or not. These are the things that I am worried about. Less worried about COVID. Don't tell me what's important to me, screw that. I decide what's important to me. Somebody with syphilis and gonorrhea, far more frightening to Tony than the person with COVID. Why are we now picking and choosing what we tell people? What kind of information you have to show? I mean, if we're doing papers, please. Come on, bitches. Let's go with all the papers. I want to see your mortgage statement. Paying too high of an interest rate? Pfft, you're out. No flight for you. Do you know what the difference is between proving your vaccine status and a social credit score? Yeah, neither do I. I'm not anti-vax. I don't understand anti-vax. If you actually check out, I've got a new video up at redstate.com. And I, I, I screwed up the camera work. It's just a, it's behind me is more in focus than me. I'm just a touch blurry. I mean, it's it's fine. Uh, it just looks like I made the video in 1994. It it, it goes into this conversation. I I kind of detail these things out a, li- a little bit further. And I really get into a conversation about personal responsibility, and I'll let you watch that video to hear that. This this societal push on COVID and on fear-factoring COVID, as I said, fear-mongering COVID, is amongst one of the biggest problems we have in our society, where people don't listen to science, don't even care about science. They care about, well some people are going to scream it's control tony they care about control that's not it control is the byproduct it is so important that we note this because if we keep saying these people want control we keep losing out on the more important argument they believe themselves moral and decent so for example a great place where, where you see this is in the conversation of fair share as we were talking about with senator warren and and elon musk in that fight where uh elizabeth warren uh you know the 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 liar from massachusetts she she lied about being native american for financial political and social gain if if elon musk is person of the year we we should make sure the person of the year is paying their fair share in taxes and how dare he and he's like i'm gonna pay more taxes than any human being any american in history this year. And then proceeded to call her senator Karen. She sounds like my friend's mom who would yell at us from time to time for no reason. Like it, it was it was a one heck of a response. And I have no problem with it what, whatsoever. No problem with it at all. But people like Elizabeth Warren believe that Elon Musk isn't paying his fair share. Fair share isn't a thing. Fair share isn't real. Fair share is arbitrary. You know who pushes the idea of fair share? Elitists who believe that they know what fair is. If you want fair in taxation, you wouldn't allow people who pay no income taxes to have a say. People who pay no income tax should have absolutely no say on what people who pay income tax pay. Zero. You don't get a voice. You're like a man talking about abortion. You don't get a voice at all. You just sit there in the corner, shut your whole face. Why would I let you have a say to what producers do? Oh, you don't like being insulted? You think that's rude? Imagine how these other people feel when you decide they're not paying their fair share and you know what you do you laugh at them you scoff at them you say too bad and then you say something nonsensical about their privilege and it all just gets insane fair share is one of the ugliest statements out there and when barack obama said it it was garbage and when it said today it's garbage but the fair share conversation Comes from the ideology the belief the elitism that they know best because the programs that they want to institute with the money They steal from Elon Musk and everybody else Well, those programs are what America needs Don't you know that? Oh, you don't know that pat on the head pat on the head pat on the head We'll just have to do this. So, you know, what's best for you Isn't that exactly the conversation that Dr. Anthony Fauci is having when he says things like this. You know, George, it's tough to tell because the third shot of an mRNA could not only do what we absolutely know it does, is it would dramatically increase the level of protection. But from an immunological standpoint, it could very well increase the durability of protection by things that you can't readily measure by the level of antibodies, that you might have a maturation of the immune system that would prolong the durability. You don't know that, George, until you just follow it over a period of months if it becomes necessary to get yet another boost then we'll just have to deal with it when that occurs but i'm hope you'll just have to deal with it if that's what we tell you you have to do you just have to deal with it let me say it again for the people in the cheap seats i am not anti-vax i think it works i believe the data shows that it works in reducing the severity of COVID in lots of people it's also had some side effects which i don't mind people talking about i'm a free speech guy what what am i gonna do it's just the way it is so it's not about control it is about them believing that they know what is best and believing that in order to save you from yourselves certain things have to be done away with like your rights like freedom like the ability to say no like the constitution why should they listen to rules when they know that those rules aren't what's important right now why do you think they eschew religion why have a standard when the standard might need to be changed because there's a virus or you know they feel like changing the standard that's where it comes from guys it is imperative to understand that so you once you do you're able to see how it flows And that control is simply a tool to get to the goal. It's not just about control. It is control for a purpose, and the purpose is their belief. But what they believe in is not science. Because if they believed in science, they would know that unvaccinated people can spread COVID. If they believed in science, they would see that the lockdowns did nothing to better society. No one is safer. If they believed in science, they would be fully aware that kids in masks at school is a nonsense. Kids don't die of COVID. Wait, let me rephrase. There have been children who've died of COVID, and that's awful. But the 99.999% of children are just fine. And so we're a society that goes with the odds. And kids don't have to wear masks at school. And every administrator who says yes is wrong and is a liar and is lying to themselves and lying to parents. So keep fighting, parents. Keep fighting. So why would I say lockdowns are coming? Because people lie to themselves. People want to tell you how to live because they know what's best for you, and they don't believe in science. They believe in fear. the line that I used from the beginning, and it was so funny. i I mean, I shouldn't say it's funny. Maybe you've had this conversation. I had this conversation with my brother, the good Dr. Katz. We came at it from different places just in terms of how we we talk, but the 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 watching over the past couple of years. In, in stunned silence, the amount of Americans who were willing to quite literally give up the American experiment because they were told there was a virus. The terminology I used, it's amazing to see the number of people who are willing to sit at home wear their government-appointed gray garb and await further instruction. Frightening, if you ask me. Frightening and horrific and terrible and and a sin and i am only thankful that i was able to show my children that you don't have to be like that and i kept doing things and i kept being out there and we taught them not to be afraid we taught them that this is not a way to be and we are doing what we can to fight it i don't know what lessons they'll take with them but sometimes you don't know certainly taught them not to be afraid that lesson has not been learned you see the cases going up you see people worried that uh, omicron won't be stopped by the pfizer vaccine then you see the nba canceling games because their players have covid the nfl is going to force certain uh, members of staffs to get boosters why shouldn't we see lockdowns again schools are going to close for the christmas break and i question whether they're going to open Wait till you see that move Now, I could be wrong. Does anybody want to bet me i'm I'm right here if you if you wanna if you wanna bet. I'm Tony counts so the trial is continuing. Of the husband and wife of the, the the parents, I should say, of the Michigan shooter. I don't use names, so so forgive me. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. I mean, I use my name. Um, I I, uh, I don't use the name of, of the, the shooter. I'm not here to create a, a star out of anybody. This was the shooting in Michigan, a high school, Oxford High School, and, and four kids were, were murdered. And then the parents were arrested. They're being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Because the the claim is they didn't do enough to help uh, their kid. They didn't do enough with with, with the schools. They just didn't. Now, I don't know how they're going to prove this. I really and truly do not have a a, a clue as to how this part works. But they were in court today hearing uh, the charges uh, against them. And people are making a big deal that the husband mouthed to his wife, I love you. Maybe he does. how, How would I know? I don't know their relationship. I don't know anything about it. I find it interesting that the parents are being charged. And I will tell you that there's something incredibly unsettling about it. Incredibly unsettling about it. If you tell me the parents are charged because this, this kid was able to get their firearm, okay, okay, was it was it locked up or anything else? I mean, th- th- were procedures followed? That's possible. But they were, if they were trying to deal with their kid the way they thought was best, what is it that you're te- you're charging them with? Well, you should have done this. Well, you should have just just handed your kid over to the state. They had been called into the school that day because their kid is drawing like really obscene images and things about death, and and they're like, it's no big deal. Um, it is a big deal. You have to take your kid home. We're not taking our, our kid home, so they sent the kid back to class. I would argue that if a school says you have to take your kid home and they're like we're not taking our kid home you call the police and say get the kid out of here can't be back in my school if the school's going to say the kid was a problem and they let him back in how is the school not uh, responsible in that moment the parent has to take the kid because the school says so what if that is the case what I'm saying is there's a lot here to this parents part that I don't quite have wrapped up yet Preliminary hearing um, will be in February. We'll learn more about this case. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. This Michelle Tafoya story is absolutely sensational. I mean, problematic is all hell, but you want to know how woke the NFL is. The NFL is super, super woke. And if they were really woke, they would take back Colin Kaepernick. You see, they're they're, they're woke to a point. They're woke to the moment their money is involved or their their brand is, is impacted. But if you talk about it, well, you're out of a job. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you on Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Oh, book signing today, Blend Bar Cigar, 5 p.m. Be sure to be there. That's in Indianapolis. We're going to be signing books of uh, the book Let's Go Bourbon. It's been selling so great and I oh, appreciate it. Like you wouldn't believe people are getting it for Christmas everywhere, stocking stuffers. It's it's bourbon recipes, it's bourbon history, terms, uh names and history, great quotes. Uh it's it's a, it's a fun fun easy read and it's helpful. So uh you get it at Amazon, but you can get it at at Blend Bar Cigar. We're doing this book signing, Myself and Fingers Malloy. Five PM, twenty five bucks, and not only gets you a signed copy, it gets you an old fashioned made with our recipe. Yeah, it's it's terrific. There'll be cigars for sale, we're gonna do some giveaways. It's gonna be great. We're also recording, uh, eat drink smoke while we're there. Good, good time is gonna be had. Uh five PM. Five to seven, about who who knows? Uh, if we keep going, we keep going. Five to seven PM at blend, stop by first hundred tickets sold, guaranteed a book. First 100 tickets sold are guaranteed uh, to have a signed copy. If you have your own book, we'll sign it for you. Happy to do it. Just stop on by. Look forward to it. So this story starts about Michelle Tafoya. She's a sideline reporter for Sunday Night Football. And she's been doing football for years. She has been missing from the Sunday Night Football games. And people are like, why is she missing from the Sunday Night Football games? Enter Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, who does the podcast, some other things, he said, I have an idea of what this is. I think that she's not on the sidelines because she hosted The View. She was a co-host on The View in the beginning of November. She was in the so-called conservative seat, and then a couple weeks later, all of a sudden, just on a bye, she's taking a break. Nah, that's not it. Now, when Michelle Tafoya was on The View, a conversation came up about Colin Kaepernick. And there's Sonny Hostin defending Colin Kaepernick. And it's just bigotry that's keeping him off the field. And he didn't like that he spoke out about injustice. And Michelle Tafoya said, Oh, no, no, he had chances. He tried to, he could have had this moment. And he, he could have, you know, um, you know, tried out. He did a tryout for teams, then he changed the location of the of the tryout. And then Sonny Hostin's like, well, they made him sign a, a form that he wouldn't wouldn't sign. It's the NFL, they can make you do anything you want. The NFL owes Colin Kaepernick nothing. Absolutely, positively nothing. So there she is on the view talking about Colin Kaepernick, and then the audience is jeering her because it's, it's the Whoopi Goldberg-Joy Behar audience. And she's like, all right, bring it on, bring it on. Showing no fear. And the next thing you know, she's missing from broadcasts. So Bill Simmons may have had a point. Now it is learned that she is leaving the show Sources say it's her decision to step away from something she's been doing for three decades. And now people are discussing the fact that she was on The View. And she made headlines at the time when she compared COVID to the flu, saying the flu kills people. And that uh, she countered the idea that Colin Kaepernick was not on an NFL roster because of kneeling for the anthem. First things first, the flu does kill people. I don't know what the big conversation is. Anti-science people. Would be the people offended by if you said uh, COVID is like the flu. Anti-science people would be very offended because there is not a COVID conversation, but there is COVID fealty. You either believe what you are told and speak what you are told, or you are out. So we'll see what happens next, but be clear about something. It's very obvious that she wasn't left enough for the NFL. She spoke out and therefore she's gone. Producer Ari, I ask you, true or false? Ah, uh, I mean it I think it's a pretty safe assumption. I uh I couldn't I couldn't definitively say, but she's never I, you know, she's been a mainstay in the NFL for my entire life and I've never had a complaint or never had an issue or never heard of anyone who had an issue with her on-field reporting. So I can put two and two together saying it must be other factors that are causing her to walk away. It is other factors that are causing her to walk away. She actually said, here's what I think. Here's my view. And she was told where your view is unacceptable. You're not allowed to have a view. Remember, on the view, you're not allowed to have a view. You're only allowed to have the talking point. It should be called talking points. You're not allowed to have a view. You're not allowed to have a thought. You're not allowed to have a belief or a theory. No, you go along with the line or else. That's what happened to Michelle Tafoya. And just so we all stay on top of this game, Colin Kaepernick is a hateful guy, a guy who wears socks that show police officers as pigs, a guy who uh, thinks uh, that, that... aggressively, aggressively talks about hating people for the color of their skin. It's ugly as, compared the NFL to slavery, yet is desperate to get in the NFL. Despicable. Has warned against the dangers of capitalism as he has his deal with nike and netflix believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything he didn't sacrifice everything you can believe it but he didn't do it i don't think he sacrificed everything i think when he took a knee he actually thought he was doing some good i thought he did a poor job of moving a message that's always been my take I didn't call him any names for taking a knee. I thought he did a poor job of moving a message. And how dare you think people shouldn't be insulted because you're taking a knee for the National Anthem. They're going to be insulted. Don't tell them they're not allowed to think it. Oh, you! it wasn't an insult. How dare you? Screw you. How dare you? Drew Brees should have told all those people to kiss off. Getting screamed at by LeBron James. Hey, LeBron, I think it's insulting to take a knee for the National Anthem. You have your opinion. I have mine. I don't give a damn if you like it. I have an opinion. You haven't swayed me. It's wrong to take a knee for the national anthem. Also, it doesn't move any conversation. No one should think that Colin Kaepernick started a great conversation in America. He did help build a movement in America. It's different than a great conversation in America. Because what he has helped further is, of course, the Black Lives Matter mentality. I'm talking about the organizational mentality, this Marxist mentality that is hell-bent on the destruction of America. But he did not make any black lives better. That's my take. Now, I'm sure you can point to me someone who he personally helped. I'd say that's very kind. But the idea that America is better because of Colin Kaepernick? No. No. Because Colin Kaepernick's goal was not to help America, make a better America. He has proven that time and again by his words and his actions. His goal was divisiveness. His goal was destruction. That doesn't make anything better. It's not the only news story out there in the world of sports. There is this Bubba Wallace story. And I would give anything not to be talking about this Bubba Wallace story anymore. I actually thought we were done with it. The Bubba Wallace story, the NASCAR driver, is that he says he went into a garage and in the garage, someone had made a noose. (sighs) So you you, you open the garage door, right? The car's in the garage, it gets worked on and there's a rope pulled down and someone had taken the, the end of the rope and created a loop. And no lie, it looked like a noose. So he's like, oh my gosh, they did this in my garage. I can't believe this. The FBI investigated and they found that the rope had been in the Talladega garage since October. Bubba, Bubba Wallace, not a victim of a hate crime. FBI determines Wallace not victim of hate crime and that was a story put out by ESPN. So why would ESPN then put out a... T- a tweet that reads last year a noose was found in Bubba Wallace's stall at Talladega Speed- Super Speedway the next day the NASCAR Unity community stood in- with him in unity I was like holy blank it's the whole garage that's when I lost it Bubba Wallace reflects on that and more tonight at 7.30pm on ESPN but that's not what happened it wasn't a noose so why would you now celebrate this one year later, this thing that wasn't the thing that it was reported on? Because you want to show how NASCAR is supportive of their black driver. like there are I, I can't tell you there are other black drivers because I can't tell you every NASCAR driver. Nor will I could I say there are never, there's never going to be another black driver again. That's, not, that's, that's a weird weird thing to focus on. Did you think that they wouldn't be supportive? Or or what do you think of, of, of all those NASCAR guys? Oh, it's NASCAR. We know what you think of them. We know how you think they are. Why are you pushing this story now? Why would you even post this except to continue to push the idea of a bigot in America. Because you're pushing that top line and you don't push that it was, a, it was not true. No noose was made. But people who see that and follow you say, oh my gosh, a noose was found. The Bubba Wallace is tall. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And they don't get the second part. Where the FBI said, yeah, it was, it's always been there. Just a rope, people. Just a rope. Nothing left for Bubba Wallace. Now two things. First of all, good. Good. I'm. I'm glad about that. I, I don't think. I don't think we're better off because someone's making nooses. I'm. I'm. I'm very, very happy to see that that wasn't the case. But it's the lying. It's the purposeful, willful lying. How valueless a proposition. How unnecessary. But, of course, very necessary if the goal, if the ideal and the idea is to do damage, is to make claim every day of the har- the horrible, awful, hateful place that is the United States. And there are some people out there who just want that. That's all they're about. That's all they want to do. Me, I've got no place for them in my life, certainly. And I know that you don't either. But they commandeer culture. You would think ESPN had learned their lesson from all their wokeness and would go the other way now, or at least leave this stuff alone, and the answer is no, not yet. Not yet. So what can I say? Uh, People will watch ESPN or not, but they will know from listening here that they lied about what happened with Bubba Wallace at the Talladega Super Speedway. ESPN lied to get some likes on Twitter. But the damage they're doing, like the damage Colin Kaepernick has tried to do, that's the real story. I'm Tony Katz. From overseas, infecting folks across the land. Seattle, NYC, a little bat's virus, love those human cells. Next thing you know, the cases grow and the world has gone to it's a family show. Heck, poof, coronavirus. Now, I I, I would love to say I wrote this song. But I love myself too much to write this song. No, this is a video that was put out by Francis Collins. You know the name because he's the director of the National Institutes for Health. And he has tweeted that, you know, there's this summer camp for kids with cancer and they're going virtual this year. He and his wife made a COVID-19 parody on Puff the Magic Dragon to let the kids know we're with them in spirit during these challenging times. Literally, it's the NIH director playing guitar. And it is his wife kind of dancing around like a fish. Coronavirus came from overseas, infecting folks across the land of Seattle, NYC. But please, trust him on the science. Some people are going to say, Tony, it's a sweet little thing. It's a sweet little video it's disquieting if he is there at, at, at a camp and he wants to you know be sweet with some kids that's fine i need him being a much more focused individual and i find that we we lose ourselves in thinking that oh that's so great it's not so great I've got a nation being lied to by the president of the United States on COVID every damn day. What are you making videos for? That's silly. And, and, and it, it is. and it's, it's, it's off-putting in every single way. Now, you may ask, hey, why does this camp have to cancel? If you have kids with cancer, well, maybe they don't want to get together and have themselves an issue with the virus. But they're going to have to figure out how to survive in the world. Right? If it, I, I want them to survive cancer, but these other things happen. They have to deal with them. These are people who may have to wear masks, which is why, for example, I don't mock people for wearing a mask. Do what you will. There may be a reason you wear one. Mandates are, what are, are, are the thing to oppose and what I oppose. But there are people out there who are immunocompromised. It makes absolute sense that... They are concerned. And they have family members who are concerned. That's rational. People sometimes get a little too silly. Oh, forget it. It's all just dumb. People are going to do what's best for them. Personal responsibility is the watchword here. I would like for the NIH director to be a little more responsible for what's coming out of Washington and coming out of the mouth of Fauci and others like the president. And maybe focus on, well getting us data that matters and that we can use and telling people not to live in fear just to live smart i'll see you at the book signing blend bar cigar in indianapolis 5 p.m the book let's go bourbon get your signed copy get an old-fashioned we're gonna smoke some cigars first hundred people who buy a ticket they're guaranteed a book get there at blend on 82nd tomorrow everyone take care